0: So you probably think that talking about footwear and shoes is boring. You have not met today's guest. Tune in to learn how much go into the design and development of shoes that are designed for healthcare professionals. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello from sunny Austin, Texas, and welcome to the Healthcare Soothsayer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bonnie Clipper, and yes, I'm a nurse. I have worked for more than 30 years as a nurse, chief nurse executive, innovation strategist, and speaker. I have taken the message of Nursing Innovation International and look forward to continuing this message to transform health. This podcast will bring you thought leaders and ideas that you may not have otherwise heard from. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Soothsayers. Our guest today is Brian Lockhart, co-founder at Bala Footwear, which are shoes informed by nurses for the healthcare environment. Brian, I am so excited to be talking with you today. Can you just kick us off by telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to chat with you as well, Bonnie. Yeah, so my name is Brian Lockhart. I'm co-founder of Ball of Footwear. Uh, we're based in uh, the footwear capital of the country, uh, Portland, Oregon, also home to other footwear companies like Nike and Adidas, a few of your listeners may have heard to. And, uh, you know, though I, start, I only started working on healthcare a couple years ago, uh, you know, my connection to healthcare has been my entire life. I, I come from a, a family of physical therapists, and I was just the one in the family who wasn't very good at the science and math classes, needed an undergrad to go into that profession. Um, you know, so, you know, I've gotten to see for my entire life, um, you know, the, the commitment that healthcare professionals have and, um, you know, rooted deep in my family is, you know, a desire to serve others. And, you know, my, my dad, my mom, and my sister have done that, you know, for their entire careers as physical therapists. And, you know, I went into business and I'm just, you know, overwhelmingly grateful for the opportunity, you know, to work in their service and to work in the service of nursing healthcare professionals everywhere through shoes. Um, you know, we, my, my co-founder, uh, John Eberly and I first started working on this as an idea in 2019 when uh, John was teaching in the University of Oregon Business School, and I was supporting one of his classes, and a student had an idea to start looking into, you know, healthcare footwear, and we started exploring it together. Um, The student ultimately decided not to continue uh, working with us, but we set out in 2019 to talk to, just to talk to as many nurses as we could. And between uh, March of 2019 and um, the end of the year, we talked to over 500. And it was so interesting, you know, what we learned, because, you know, we both come from an athletics background, both of us as athletes for our lives, and then, you know, working in footwear at Nike. And so we knew that we didn't really know much about what it's like to be a nurse. And so, you know, I remember a few conversations and experiences, you know, really stand out to me. The first was uh, a good friend of mine, Amy Paul Adams is a nurse at OHSU based here in Portland. And when we started looking into the idea, I gave her a call and I I just want to know, like, if this was really worth, you know, if there was demand here. And I said, hey, like, I'm looking into doing some shoes for nurses as a business, like, is this something that you might be interested in? Like, could we talk for a little while? And she's like, you're thinking about, talk about shoes for nurses. I've been a nurse for 10 years. I've gone through at least three or four different, you know, types and brands every year. I still haven't found anything I liked. And, you know, her, my wife and I, you know, sat around over a bottle of wine talking about shoes, you know, for, (laughs) you know, 90 minutes and uh, learned a ton. And it really opened my eyes, you know, to what was out there. And then, as we considered, as we continued, I just learned so much about what it's like to be a nurse. And, you know, a couple themes, you know, came up. You know, one was there's this continuous theme of, you know, everyone cites this, I think it's a Pew Research survey that says, like, every year since 2001, uh, nurse have been voted the most trusted profession. And we continuously heard, you know, this theme of, you know, people telling nurses that they're trusted but then not showing them respect and like, it's a meaningful difference. And and we've really embedded that into our company as, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we talk about, you know, there's two questions that we're trying to answer every day in our company. One is how can we bring a higher level of performance to healthcare footwear that enables, um, you know, nurses and healthcare professionals everywhere to, you know, experience, you know, better, you know, performance and comfort, just like professional athletes are accustomed to. And the second is, you know, how can we demonstrate the level of respect, you know, that, that we really feel for nurses so that they, so they begin to see, you know, that somebody is showing them that respect. And so, we, you know, that all those conversations led to that focus in our business.
0: Wow. So let me let me kind of unpack a little bit here. So first off, I think the fact that you're from a family of physical therapists is probably good enough to make you an honorary nurse. So I think we would let that go. So that's right. pretty darn cool. I take that is as my praise. It is, you know what? Absolutely welcome to the club. Thank you. And it seems pretty fascinating to me that there is an interest from a business perspective in creating a product for nurses. And, and when you think about it, you know, you talk about, you talked about respect. It is an incredibly laborious, difficult, demanding on your feet kind of job. So I'm curious as to what kind of lessons did you learn as you spoke with nurses about their needs and, and, what were some of the stories that they shared with you?
1: Oh, wow. So, you know, there, I mean, the functional stuff came so quickly. Like, you know, in a matter of two or three discussions, we knew that we needed to make a product that would enable, you know, the nurse to stand for, you know, up to 12 hours or more while feeling comfortable. Uh, we knew that fluid resistance was a priority. Uh, we knew that nurses would be able to have to move quickly and nimbly in emergencies and you know, lastly, we knew that they would want to look great, you know, because it's not you know people want to look good on the job. And that stuff came really quickly. you know the the emotional stuff that makes a difference is what came through in a lot of the stories. And you know, there's a couple that I'll highlight. you know the first, um there was a a woman who I spoke with who had been a nurse for eight or so years, and um you know, she shared um you know, the ways and you know the ways in which she oftentimes felt disrespected. And one was, um you know, she shared that one year she got together with her family for Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, her dad just kind of off the cuff asks her, yeah, hey, you've been a nurse for like, you know, eight or nine years now, you know, do you, have you thought about trying to, you know, get promoted and become like a PA or a doctor? And she was like, wow, <laughs> you clearly don't know like what Ooh. I do. But you know, what I learned is that so few people actually like see all the things nurses do. So, you know, six mm-hmm. months later, he ends up in the hospital with, I I can't remember what it was, but he spent a few weeks and when he gets out, um, he comes to his daughter who I spoke with and he says, you know, while I was in there, all I could think about was that comment I made to you. And it really opened my eyes to how little I knew about what you do. And I just felt so awful about having said that to you because it was was just so clear how much that under, you know, how, how a little understanding I have of the value you bring in the healthcare system. And the other one. Go ahead,
0: Bonnie. Well, you know what, Brian? So that's so powerful, because one of the things I think that almost every nurse would acknowledge is that we haven't done a good job telling our story because a nurse is not a nurse is not a nurse. We're all different and we all have different skill sets. And the public tends to think of us and and maybe times have fast forwarded a little bit but they tend to think of us as that person that's wearing white or you know god forbid many years ago would have worn a cap and yeah. we don't you can't paint nurses with the same brush anymore that's not what we do that's not how we operate it's not how we're trained it's not the role we fill So when you think about the work that you're doing at BALA, you guys have spent a lot of time listening.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: How is it that you can actually help nurses advance that persona of nursing or do what they do and do it better?
1: Yeah. And, you know, we think a lot about how we show up as a brand and how we can be more supportive. And, you know, we've, we've struck on this theme of, you know, nurses' stories, um, you know, not being told, and so many people who have wanted to support us as a company happened after they had the opportunity to see for themselves what nurses do. Like, you know, one of our investors, you know, agreed to come on board after his father sadly passed away, and he spent eight days at the hospice center. You know, watching the nurses act in action, being supportive of him. But these, it's it's not good enough that these stories aren't told until people have, you know, have something, you know, horrible happen in their life and they're in a hospital. So you know, we try to create, you know, a platform for nurses' stories to be shared more broadly. So, you know, one of the programs that I'm really proud of that, you know, we just started is we, we have a program called the Bala Unit, which our, our community manager, Ella McMullen, has, you know, built and now you know, over the last six months and runs. And it's uh, a, a group of 30 nurses based all over the country, a, a couple in Canada that, uh, you know, she meets with, you know, monthly, to, you know, Mm. hear what's going on in their life, to get direct, you know, feedback about how we can support them better. Uh, Last week, I had the opportunity to meet some of them on a Zoom call and just solicit feedback into, you know, how are you doing? How can we serve you better? And so much of, you know, what we hear are, you know, the stories that we try to bring to life in the marketing we do in the ideas that we bring. And, you know, ultimately, you know, I truly believe that you know, our company is better off because of the feedback we've received, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example in that, you know, in footwear, typically it takes about 18 months to take a product from original idea to, you know, shoe being on a foot somewhere. And, you know, when we started, so we started, you know, the original design and development of our product just before the pandemic started in early 2020. And we had shoes being delivered, um, you know, late in the year, just after Christmas. So that's just under, you know, 12 months that that took. So we chopped a third of it off. And a lot of that came down to how specific the feedback we got during the sampling, you know, stage was. So, you know, for example, you know, in many cases, if you're working with athletes and you're giving, you know, development stage products, you know, to get feedback on, you'll get like, yeah, you know, my, my old shoes were, you know, pretty good. These were a little bit more comfortable, but anyway, it takes, it takes a lot of back and forth to really Mm -hmm. get that good feedback. Nurses were able to say in my clogs, I typically experience pain between the third and fourth metatarsal at a six (laughs) out of 10 by hour seven. In these shoes, my pain had declined to, you know, a two and it wasn't until the 11th hour that I started experiencing comfort. I mean, it was like- Definitely sounds
0: like you were talking to nurses.
1: Exactly. So like, you know, the 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 expertise they brought to the process enabled us to not just make a better product, but to do it more quickly, which is really important, you know, in a business where mm-hmm. speed the market. Time is, is money. Yeah. So it, it it was it was it was really fantastic the way nurses are responsible for our product.
0: So as you've developed this product and it's it's now in use, have you seen have you learned anything during the pandemic that would you would use kind of as as a lesson learned going forward that would change either how you reach out or how you communicate or how you build or develop, design your product?
1: In in terms of like functional performance of the product or how we partner with- I I would uh, say
0: any of those pieces because I'm one of those people that believe that the, the pandemic, although there's been clearly, it's been- terrible in in terms of the the number of people that we've lost. I I think that there's been some silver lining. And if you look hard enough, I think there are some lessons that we can all learn that are actually going to help us not only be better people and build better communities, but also do what we do smarter and better and differently. Are there any of those lessons that you've learned at BALA?
1: Yeah. And, you know, so we've been through like you know, so many iterations of, you know, how we work together. And I I remember early in the pandemic, you know, seeing people at large companies saying, you know, wow, you know, this shift to Zoom and remote work is so much better. We're so much more efficient. And, you know, I was sitting here trying to recruit a team, you know, build company culture and build new processes from scratch. And I found it to be so much more difficult. And then, you know, we found ways that we could do things at much broader scale by, you know, using digital technology more because we are remote. And, you know, what I've learned, you know, at, you know, now, and hopefully fingers crossed closing on the end of the pandemic, is that, you know, there's a lot to be learned, you know, from both. So, you know, because, you know, historically, you would only work with, you know, people in your area. So, you know, here in Portland, you know, that would skew towards, you know, certain demographics, and we'd only be getting input. Well, because we weren't able to connect directly with people, especially early in the pandemic, Um, You know, we were able to, you know, use Zoom to gather product feedback, and we were able to get, you know, feedback that was really representative. I mean, literally in our first, you know, product trial, we had 50 nurses from all over the country that we tried to make as representative as you could in a sample size of 50. And it was 50 because that's how many uh, samples we were able to order. Um, We, you know, got feedback from people in every region of the country, various ages, various, you know, demographic backgrounds. And, you know, we've learned that there's value in, you know, getting together with people, but we found that we're able to get much better feedback by using, you know, tools like, you know, Zoom and, you know, if you're recording video diaries for us to to become more, to have the feedback be more representative, even if it's not always in person.
0: And that's that's awesome because nurses are so incredibly innovative and don't realize that attribute in themselves that I have no doubt they will find ways to communicate and convey their insights and what they're thinking.
1: Yeah. And uh, one other thing that's so interesting is that, you know, nurses I found to be like the most representative sample of the United States of like any group I found, like they're Mm -hmm. in big cities and small cities. They are early in their careers. They're late in their careers. Um, And so, you know, if you, like a few weeks ago, I actually downloaded um, all of our customers by like city and state. So I just want to see, like, are we skewing towards selling in big places or little places? And what was so cool was, so I I downloaded the two states I'm most familiar with, you know, Oregon and Pennsylvania. I grew up in Pennsylvania and I currently live in Oregon. And what's cool is like in Pennsylvania, of course, most of our sales were in Philly and Pittsburgh, but then we had like three pairs in Bloomsburg, two in Altoona five in Gettysburg. So, you know, these are, you know, people from smaller towns are people who, you know, typically, if you're doing product testing, you're going to go where there are lots of people. And in our case, because nurses are needed in rural areas I and mean, everywhere. You know, I, you know I, I told, you know, I worked with our team on like, hey, we've got to really go out of our way to get feedback from people at smaller care settings in rural areas, as well as massive hospitals in large cities, because they're Absolutely. so representative, can't miss out on people. <laughs>
0: Well, and and I think you bring up a really important point, right? There are over 4 million nurses now, and there used to be a statistic, and it's something like every 16 to 20 people is basically um, related to or has a nurse in their family or circle of friends. And when you think about that, it's interesting because nurses are very much a part of the fabric of their communities and a pillar in families and oftentimes, you know, kind of who people call or go to or text or email when a child is sick, or someone doesn't feel well, or hey, I have this weird thing, you take a look at it. You know, so I think that that's very true. And I have no doubt that nurses will always be very forthcoming when asked for feedback in terms of what works and, and what doesn't. And certainly when you're a product company, that's a goldmine of information.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, the, those are two of the best things of working with nurses. One, everyone knows a nurse, so like you're always able to find you know a friend who's got a friend who wants a trial product. And two, I, I still have yet to meet a nurse who is not completely forthcoming with direct and candid feedback on what you can do better. So it's it's fa- it's fantastic from a product perspective.
0: That's so cool. So let me ask you this question, Brian. You know the workforce. I, I mean, we're kind of at a a crisis point in terms of we're having to really think about what does the future look like in nursing and what does our profession look like as we continue to go forward, knowing that between 25 and 30 percent of our colleagues um, may exit the, the workforce. And when I think about the work that you guys are doing and what is in store for you at BALA, you're deeply committed to the nursing community can you give us some examples of the kind of things that you're working on to really help our friends and colleagues that are nurses
1: yeah and again it it all everything we do comes back to you know feedback we've gotten you know from people in the nursing community and you know we're grateful to have had the opportunity to meet some people who are doing great work that we just try to support so you know one of uh, you know my favorite people now in the world is Jana Bitten who's the who introduced us actually who is the executive director of the Oregon Center for Nursing? You know, based here in Portland. And big uh, shout know, out
0: to Jana on that one, right?
1: Oh, Jana rocks. Um, she, she's she's amazing. And you know, this past fall, um, you know, she shared with me that they were planning on starting a new program called the or- the the RN Wellbeing Project that would provide. A resource guide um, for leaders in healthcare and how to be more supportive of the mental well-being of nurses, and create a grant fund, uh, particularly for people um, running smaller care facilities that can't uh, that don't have the money to invest. And so, you know, we wanted to support. So, you know, we launched a, a limited edition um, product, Bala Twelves in Defy Pink uh, this fall. We had a thousand pairs, and you know, we donated a, a, pro, a, a portion of the proceeds from that shoe to support the amazing work, you know, that she's doing, you know, uh, and then there's one-offs. You know, we got a note last fall from a guy who's become a great friend of mine, Robert Vines based in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. He had uh, a particularly terrible uh, breakthrough case of COVID where he was actually on a ventilator and in a coma for, I think like three weeks. And when he came to, he was just so overwhelmed with gratitude for Uh, particularly the CNAs who were there to be with him when he was, I mean, if you can imagine waking up in a COVID ward from a coma and seeing people in their COVID suits, not knowing what had happened And he he shared a story of the CNA who just came over and held his hand and told him, you know, what had happened and that she was there for him. He was overwhelmed with gratitude and so he wanted to um, you know, buy them, you know, he asked them, you know, what do you want better? And they they all said shoes. So he started looking online for who makes shoes for nurses. He found us and, you know, we had the opportunity to donate two hundred pairs of shoes, which we shipped
0: out. Oh, that's awesome. um,
1: yeah, but that was that was actually one of my favorite days in this company's history. Is that you know I flew to uh, to Cheyenne to meet with Robert, and we were at the hospital distributing you know free shoes to people, and like who doesn't like free shoes? And so you know it <laughs> it, it brought you know we were able to you know put some smiles on some faces in a really difficult period. And so you know as we look to how we can be supportive of, you know, the nursing and healthcare community. There's so many people doing great work and want to help. And at this point, we believe that our contribution is best when we can, you know, provide contributions or resources that are unique to what we can do to support the great work already happening. And the work with Jan and the work with Robert are just two examples of that that we're really proud of. And, you know, we look forward to meeting more wonderful people in the nursing and healthcare community who we can expand our partnerships with.
0: Wow. That's, that's really inspiring. And, and, you know, while you might want to just think that these are shoes, right? However, they're not just shoes. There's so much more good that can be done. And you guys are a great company to watch and really just some, some awesome people as well. So why should somebody run out and buy Parabola
1: of of shoes. Oh wow, that's that's an awesome question. I mean, the they performed. I mean, nurses are such an incredible super user of the of um their shoes. I mean, it's it's really hard to find a pair of shoes that will feel supportive all day. You know, be fluid resistant and be able to move. I mean, nurses are like some of the hardest people to design for. Our developers talked about what an interesting design challenge it was that we brought them. And you know, what we've heard from the forty-five thousand nurses who have bought a pair of our shoes are many of them that say it's the first pair of shoes I've ever been able to put on and not feel, you know, pain by the end of the day. Or it's the first time I've put on something and it just looks so great and performs well that I feel, you know, comfortable and, you know, more confident in my role. I mean, what what we've heard in feedback is that we've really created the first truly performant shoe designed specifically for healthcare.
0: That's awesome. Now I don't have to be a nurse to order these, right?
1: No, and that's been that's the one of the best things is I mean nurses are such super users of their shoes that their relevance is for everyone. I mean, one I wear them every day. When we went out to our warehouse and you know spent 10 hours getting products you know together. Um, I felt comfortable all day long on a concrete floor. Um, like I said, my I, my family is full of physical therapists. And, uh, you know, my sister down in San Diego, you know, she talks about how she gets stopped all the time. And she loves people asking about her shoes. And then we even had a chef come in by our office last week and tell us that we need to start marketing there. And I said, all right, we're going to focus on healthcare for now. But just there's so many people who need a shoe that they can stand comfortably in all day and look great. So, You know, I think that it's a good example of, you know, when you create something for somebody who works as hard as a nurse and truly involve them in the process and listen, you create something great. And I think companies in a lot of sectors, whether it's technology or footwear or any form of business, you know, could learn a lot just from really listening to nurses because, You know, your nurses are smart and you have a lot of insight in a lot of different directions. And so, you know, I, you know, for anyone in other sectors of business, I'd encourage you to, you know, really listen to nurses in a lot of ways, because I think we have the best, you know, footwear product in healthcare and it's as a result of the feedback we've gotten and it's a product that's broadly relevant.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. At the beginning, you said that you were kind of an athlete, you were into sports, What's your favorite sport?
1: Oh, God. Um, well, it, it depends on. I mean, right now, my favorite sport to participate in is, uh, is I'm a rock climber. I've been involved in that for 10 years. And uh, if, if I'm not hanging out with my wife or folks on something, I'll, I'm out climbing somewhere. But, you know, I grew up as a, a soccer player and a wrestler. And, you know, I still love keeping up with those sports, going to a Timbers game here in Portland or keeping up against the Tournament Wrestling or a blast. And I really love. You know, I I grew up in Philly where people love all sports. So like, you know, basketball, football, soccer, that was a a total sitting on the fence answer, but I'm a bit of a sports nut.
0: You've pretty much covered all of them. So I think you're safe. You haven't ticked anybody off.
1: Yeah, yeah, right.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, Brian, it's been so wonderful talking to you. And this is a great place for us to put a pin in it for today. I appreciate you for taking the time to come and be with us on Healthcare Soothsayers podcast. So thank you. Thank you, Bonnie. Absolutely, my pleasure. And be sure to check out the show notes for this show and to find Brian's contact information and to learn more about BALA footwear. Thanks so much for listening to Healthcare Soothsayers. I really do appreciate it. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review and share it with your network. That is how we grow and learn. If you have ideas for show topics for guests, please reach out to me directly at Thought Leader RN on Twitter. For information about this show or any of the others in the Touchpoint Media Network, please check them out at touchpoint.health.